time for another Radio Wilder with Harry. Dropping a fistful of tunes on us. In with Wilder news flashes. And of course, a reminder to get your hot Wilder t-shirt. Click on store on wilder.com to see how you can get yours. And how it helps the Be Kind to People project. Yes, you buy, you help. Now, take it to Stun Sun for another edition of Radio Wilder. Here's Harry. Evening, Wilder Ones, Wilder Nation, August, beautiful month of August. In Phoenix, that's a sweat month. The most, uh, it's the toughest month, I think, in Phoenix because you have, you do get some of that humidity coming in the door and it's still pretty hot. But that's okay. It doesn't matter. We're in the dark, back in the cave where we like to be, so it's not really going to bother us. So in the wilder nation, wherever you may be, uh, whether it's at nighttime, morning time, we, we have a nice one for you tonight, a good show, it's spe- and a special show because we got a couple of birthday requests from s- some folks from the Wilder family. Now, that'll be a bonus later. We also have two requests from folks, regular folks wanting to come in. We got a gentleman from the HDA group and one of our very fine partners in our business, who is uh, turned into a very faithful fan, and we're, he's very knowledgeable, and we're very happy to have him on the program. So we're going to start off with a sticky, but we're going to give you four, and then uh, we'll announce the sticky, and by the end of the four, it will be time for the very first request. So let's crank it up. The news and notes, I thought about them, looked, it's just you know, we're getting new pictures all the time, so it's incumbent if you're interested to see what we got going or to give Terry a lecture if he doesn't have some new stuff on. We have new pics, different videos. Some of the stuff is being digested from our interviewing that we did last month. It's it's another month or so away before we can put the video and the sounds up, but you're really going to enjoy it. And some nights... So, of course, give something to our folks at the Be Kind People Project, please. And if you, here's, a, here's something I'd like, I've asked before, but if you would, uh, we got a nice picture, and it's being worked on and looked on from a party, a July 4th party for some folks who were all decked out in Wilder outfits up there in Dallas, Texas. So if you have any pics at all, I don't care if you have any Wilder goods on, you just want to send a picture in as a fan, whatever country you're in, however you want to do it. If you're not sure how to send it to us, then... Uh, Send, uh, you know, you can ask, send us the what you'd like to do and uh, send it to info at radiowilder.com and we'll make sure we love to have all your pictures. Doesn't make any difference. Age, gender, whether you're at the bar, whether you're at the church, it doesn't matter. Send them in. You're our fans. You're making this program go. So please send it in. And look, 
all of us at some time maybe want to be up on the stage and do it and maybe it's the only chance you got in our little wagon to get the family up or get stuff in gear we'd we'd love to have you but as i was saying sometimes i'm not sure what story do i want to tell a story do i have a story this week because i always have to remind myself you know 40 50 60 years from now when i'm off off and uh who knows alien land i've got to have something for my daughter so at that particular time I got to remember to have a story. Well, all of a sudden, as they added up, I got about four stories. So I tried to pick off one was, it's not negative, but it involves death, but it also involves my family. I thought, I don't want to do that tonight. So I'm going to involve one that also involves my family, but is a little bit, it's a true story. It sounds like a joke when I tell about, we're going to go into that and it's going to be called the, let's see, I'm going to call it the dancing meat story. The Dancing Meat Store. So that'll come along somewhere in the pro program. All right, let's get this thing underway. Let's crank it up. Let's have a little music here on the Wilder program. Stop. You know, every every I, I need a little governor, a timer on myself when it's talking. But I feel good tonight. We're going to have some good stuff to talk about. So let's do four for right now.
every day's a new day, that's what I've been told. Try to hold your head high, the world runs hot and cold. It's hard to follow footprints in the shifting sands. Another thirsty rider behind the caravan. You had no idea just what was waiting out there.
ACDC leading us off. Australian rock group started 1973. They started with two brothers, Malcolm and Angus Young. They've, been, they've done hard rock, hard rock blues. Sometimes uh, they get acclaim many times to doing some heavy, heavy metal stuff. Uh, but they have some other trophies for themselves. They're a long-lasting group. They lost a lead singer in 1980, I believe, from overfueling. They've ded- dedicated conference uh, conferences to him. They've dedicated concerts to him. Uh, they've reached out in many ways to uh, honor him, Mr. Scott. So some of the awards on the ACDC big program and these are biggies too sometimes i just i just love numbers so would you believe they've had the at one there they've had the sixth largest grossing tour of all time 441 million they've sold more in the united states they've sold more than 200 million in the total they've done over 20 million in back in black and that had actually that was 200 million, and then 50 million, not 20 million, second highest of any artist. VH1 called him the fourth greatest heavy metal. And, you know, just to top it off, they're just like we are. They have their own channel. Think of that Sirius 19 and XM 53. That's all they play is their music. Well, we can't just play their music on our channel, but we're free just like they are. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer in. 2003. Great band, many, many, many wonderful tunes. And you don't ever have to worry if you want to start up a show with ACDC because you're going to get it right out of the chute. Then we have Don Henley doing Shangri La, a song that I like. I like the beat, I like the drums in that song. Then a one hit wonder, Oh, How Happy, Shades of Blue. That's off of the Rock and Roll Graffiti, Disc 41. Again, you will never find that. There's only, there are only a few people that have it. That's thanks to Mike LeBeau, his contribution, uh, and his pal's contribution, the professor who brought over the, or as Mike brought me over the infamous, or famous, I should say, 40 to 50 rock and roll graffiti CDs. And then another group that's uh, far from a one-hit wonder, the Beachers, the Beach Boys, gave me a little help me, Rhonda. I don't, I've never met many Rondas in my life, but I do know one in storage, and I don't know if she listens to the Wilder Wagon, but if so... A reach out to Rhonda Teak. Hello, Rhonda. I don't know if you're on the program <clears throat> or if you're not. Excuse me. So next, we're going to lead it off with Hootie and the Blowfish, their debut on the program. Only want to be with you. And this is a dedication to Mr. Nigel Ward, an HDA member. He's going to get Hootie and the Blowfish. Then we're going to do a little Smashing Pumpkins. Sounds good. It's a 2018 that I enjoy. And then Delaney and Bonnie never-ending song love and then running with the pack so let's hit it let's have a little bit more music on the wilder wagon Sometimes you're crazy, then you wonder why 
Record.com. Around the world, up your street, and all over the place. 60 years of music, stories, and life. I've got a never-ending love for you From now on, that's all I want to do From the first time we met, I knew I'd have a never-ending love for you I've got a never-ending love for you From now on From the first time we met, I knew I'd have a never-ending love for you. After all the time of being alone, we can love one another and for each other. These are the times in the show that I bust Terry. I know I promised that we do running with the pack. That's my bad company, by the way. That would have made five or four. 
But I looked down and I thought, oh, no, I've got a deuces coming up. So we just uh, we gave you hootie for Mr. Nigel Ward of HDA, Solera, Smashing Pumpkins, off of the Solera single, 2018 alternative, uh, Delaney and Bonnie, and that is a uh, 80s tune, I think. It's got the wrong date in here. Never-ending song of love for you. I saw them in a little teeny kind of a bar grill in Austin. Hud Jones took Marlene and I there. Did a nice little show. It was very, very uh, low-key little thing, but had a lot of talent. At one time, they had Eric Clapton playing with them. So as we get ready to get into the Deuces are Wilder, we're going to do Running With The Pack from Bad Company off the 10 to 6, 10 from 6 album. And then somebody, another group making their debut, the Bare Naked Ladies from Kansas. No, from Canada. And that's disc one, all their greatest. They were early 90s group played very nicely but they did a lot of acoustic stuff besides their regular this is an acoustic it's called the old apartment you can feel the rage as the love went down and the man came back to his apartment or the men to take a look at it so let's do these two and then we'll go to the deuces maybe we'll talk about the uh the moving the dancing meat before then uh, or maybe we'll do it after, okay? Let's do it too quickie. And then it's either going to be the dancing meat story or we're going to go right into the deuces or wilder. Sorry, Terry, for busting you, but I'll make it up at the end of this show and I'll tell you about my faux pas, okay? Okie dokie. Just 
Listening to an amateur where I donk it up for my producer. Stop him, start him. That's the beauty of it all. Okay, let's go to the dancing meat. The dancing meat uh, was a trip that I made to Venezuela to visit my daughter. It's one of the worst trips I've ever had in my life. 
I am alive to talk about it, although the memories of it sometimes cause nightmares. I went down to visit her. We took off from my... I'm going to try to shorten this up, get to the dancing meet, get out of here. We started off and I took a flight from Miami over to... She was living in Maracaibo, Venezuela. It's on the... I think it's on the northeast coast up at the top. So we... We flew over, and I was in the back of the airplane. It looked like one of those DC-3s or 9s or something really old, rickety. Marlene and Shelly were up in front, about six, seven rows on one side and six, seven rows on the other. And it were the three of us. Shelly's husband at the time was living in Venezuela. So I'm next to, I'm sitting next to this man, uh, a, a Chinese gentleman, and his mom. And I can swear his mother died. Actually, he was talking to her, trying to hold her. She was looked to me like she was fading in and out of consciousness. Seriously, this was late at night, probably about 10 o'clock at night. I don't know what time, 10, 11, or maybe even later. It didn't matter. It was dark. So finally it looked like I thought she was, I mean, he, he had tears in his eyes. I swear to this day she died on the airplane. I can't prove it because I didn't take All I wanted to do was get off that plane. So I was in the window. She was next to me, and then he was on the out seat, pressing against her. And I'm just going to stick to that story. I, I really have no way of proving it. If not, she went to, in, she was in very bad shape because he had tears rolling down his face, everything. So I went to sleep, and I woke up, and I looked out, and I saw this this uh, kind of like, well, it looked almost like Miami. You know, that look that it has all the color and the and the uh, 50s and 60s, all the nice block. I can't think of the word right now that where it looks all the beautiful colors. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I, I heard somebody say something and I thought, man, Maracaibo, that's pretty, I must have been under underrating it. It looks very beautiful, like a great skyline and everything. Well, it wasn't Maracaibo. The plane had turned around and was heading back to Miami. It had problems, operational problems. So that was Miami I was looking at. So when we landed in Miami, we were told uh, we had a choice of either staying on the plane and they get it fixed, turn it back around, which that's the last thing I was going to do on Earth, or get off and they, you'd have to wait for a while because they didn't have anybody set up at the, at the gate. So of course, once the plane landed, I made a, I grabbed my bag and crushed people out of the way. Marlene said, "You just one-handed and pushed everybody out of the way." All I wanted to do was get off that airplane as fast as I could. Well, the adventure wasn't quite over because once we got into the Miami airport, the airline, which will rename, will remain anonymous it's not an american one wouldn't give us our bags our luggage so finally we had to get the bicycling policeman of the miami airport to go over there and order them to give us our bags we got a hotel room and we slept for about three or four hours till we got another flight going back and uh so that took off in the afternoon as a better plane a decent a little bit better service and a little more comfortable. Well, once I landed in Venezuela, my daughter met us, 
and uh, they she was her husband worked for Chevron, and of course, they're big have big oil holdings in Venezuela, and she began to tell us the rules. Rules like everybody who worked for Chevron had a, and I don't remember the exact car, but basically a 1989 Datsun. They were all anonymous so that nobody could tell one from another for kidnapping purposes. Then she proceeded to tell us that if you're on the freeway and uh, many cars go up, up the wrong exit, and if one hits you, you have to pretend that you're mortally wounded. So otherwise, you'll be the blame for the accident. You have to let them take you to the hospital, or that's the way it's going to go down. That was tuning me up nicely. Then the Panadera de Insecto, uh, she pointed out that was the bakery near her house with the insects and the bread. Meanwhile, I was very happy with all this. Then she got us to her to her condo. wasn't any apartment. Beautiful, five thousand square foot overlooking the city, and we were greeted by guards with that, you know, with the with the where the bullets are all lined up across in whatever you call those things. All my hunting buddies will be laughing at me. I don't know what they're called, but they go across your chest and they have the bullets. One greeted us at the front the gate one greeted us at the downstairs outside of the condo one greeted us inside by the elevator and i think one greeted us at the top if there was any room between the top and shelly's apartment then the answer is they did greet us there too many greetings so we got up there and the place was great looking but you know i was a little anxious i'm i'm a control freak and i didn't feel like there was a lot of control for harry in this particular environment but i you know it's my daughter so i want to have a good time so i've slugged down a couple beers and mike said i'm gonna take you out to a beautiful steakhouse so we went downstairs again got in a taxi and you could see marlene (laughs) marlene could see the bottom the street now i'd seen that before in Juarez, so it wasn't that didn't shock me basically the bottom of the car had rusted out in certain areas so you could see the street so they took us to this steakhouse, and we went in, kind of dimly lit place, and it it wasn't any steakhouse that was going to set my world on fire. But remember, this man had, had had sturgeon and vodka for breakfast in Russia and ate all kinds of stuff and would, to continue on this trip, eat some more stuff. And so he had a pretty good iron gut. And so we sat down and said, what do we order? He says, the steaks. So I was pouring the beers down at that time. And... Here comes the dancing meat. My steak arrived hanging over either side of my plate, and I swear to all of you, all this real, that meat was moving. Now, Shelly, Marlene, and Mike laughed at me, said, you're out of your mind. There was a disco band playing halfway across the hall in the same place. She said, they say that's what was vibrating, and that's not the way I saw it. I refused to eat the meat. I wouldn't do it. I just drank more. And so from that moment on, when I went back to the apartment, I stayed in Shelly's apartment. And all I would do was I was afraid of every kind of food there was there. I just ate my daughter's peanut butter supply into nothing. No matter where they wanted to go out, I went once to a grocery store, and that scared me. And I went back up to the top to whatever floor it was where she had the beautiful view. I lost seven pounds as I worked out like a maniac and kept continuing to eat peanut butter and I don't know what else. But believe me, 
even their maid served us something one time and I didn't want to eat the food. It was I was just paranoid of everything and they all laughed at me and cuffed me and said I was nutty. There was no dancing meat or this and that. But I did have, as this story winds its way to an end, because I'm not going to tell you everything that went on because there were some other horrid parts. There was actually some green meat that they agreed. And I, I, made, I might even bring that up in the story. In the story. But when we, when we finally got... When I finally, one day, they said, well, we're going to go out on this little journey, all the expats, that's, that's the people outside of Venezuela come from the United States and other countries, are going to go on a little shopping exhibition, a little tour. So the girls took off, and many hours later, they came back, and they didn't have quite that big grin on their face, so... I said, and they just were giving me nothing but a hard time. So I said, what's going on? What's, what's happening? I said, well, we were driving down the freeway in our bus, and all of a sudden the bus stopped, and they were basically, there was a protest going on with bandits. They had the stuff over their eyes, their face, and they basically pushed the bus, you know, made them, the guy, bus driver, drove the bus backwards at the request of the banditos and uh, moved, the, moved them off the freeway. And so when they came back, they were not quite as proud of Venezuela as, uh, as they originally were. So I got a, a little laugh. I still wouldn't go anywhere, still wouldn't do anything. But in the trip, we had planned to go to Aruba, spend three days there. I think it was three days. And so the... the uh, the night came, I think it was a Friday night, we're going to go spend Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Aruba. Of course, we had to go through about five checks at the airport, and that made me very, very anxious. Five, and I mean five different security checks. I'm not exaggerating. That's how many there were. So we got on the airplane, flying over to Aruba, and the stewardess, attendant, steward I, I don't know what, what you call them anymore, uh, the person that was taking care of us in the plane offered me a delicious and this is verifiable, and it is true. My daughter will tell you it's true. Marlene will tell you it's true also. A nice sandwich highlighted by green meat. Had a green sheen, Marlene says, on it. And I, of course, passed on that. And Mike, to show you what an iron stomach he has, he ate mine and I think another one. So to end the story, at least this part of it, I'll pick the other part up later, maybe, and another time, because I'm, I'm getting all the meat parts in this one. Once we landed in Aruba, I felt like I was a free human because the Dutch command Aruba. So from for about two days, the seven pounds I lost, I did my best to gain it back. I had I said, bring the pina coladas. I knew they, I knew they'd be fattening and great for me. Plus, I trusted anything they ate and nonstop cheeseburgers. So that's kind of my little Venezuela story. I'll stick to the dancing meat as long as I live on earth. It was moving. And I don't want to even think what was in that meat. I had one bite, put it down, and that was that. So dancing meat or whatever you want, all that will just lead me to tell you that uh, Venezuela is a place I don't want to I love you, care about you. But I'm never coming back to this country. Once I finally got out of it, which I still had to go back from Aruba, and uh, f did actually get back. I well, might as well finish the story since I'm babbling. So we ate at Aruba. I had a wonderful time. Eight, eight, eight. That's all I did. Got back on the airplane. Went back to Venezuela. It was only another three or four days. 
couldn't wait to the morning we were going to leave. And again, I told my daughter, I love you, baby. I'll meet you at Aruba, but I'm never coming back to this country. So we flew back to Miami. And when I landed, I got out, walked into the terminal and got right down on my hands and knees and put my my mouth, actually my mouth, the one that didn't eat the green meat, right down on the carpet. You know how filthy that was. Kissed it. And yelled at people how happy, and they didn't realize how great it was to be in America and be an American. So I think that'll be a pretty good segue into our Deuces Are Wilder. It was more than six days on the road, but it seemed like about 60 days on a road. So we're going to do that in a double play fashion. We're going to do Taj Mahal's version. Many people have done six days on the road, but these are two very interesting. One's blues and one's country, although Steve Earle goes back and forth many different ways. So let's get a deuces out of the way, and then give me a chance to recover. I'm still thinking of that green meat, so I'm going to have to put some gum in my mouth, recover, and we'll figure it out where we're going from there. Six days on the road. Let's get the songs on the air. It's time for Harry's Deuces Are Wilder on RadioWilder.com. I see my baby tonight. I got ten forward gears and a sweet Georgia overdrive. I'm taking little white pills and my eyes are open wide. I just passed a Jimmy and White. I've been passing everything inside. Six days upon the road and I got to see my baby tonight. Seems like a month since I kissed my baby bye-bye I got a lot of woman, but I'm not like some other guy Got my air horns running clear Baby, you ought to watch the way I shift my gear Six days of pony road and I got to see my baby tonight Tonight. 
Full out of Pittsburgh Rolling down the eastern seaboard I got my diesel wound up She's running like never before Well, speed's on her head, all right I ain't seen a cop all night Since day's on the road And I'm gonna make it home tonight Four years in a Georgia overdrive I'm taking little white pills And my eyes are open wide I've just passed a Jimmy and a white I've been smoking and everything inside Six days on the road And I'm gonna make a hundred miles Well, it seems like a month Since I kissed my baby goodbye Like a hell of a lot of women Nice versions, completely different. A couple of notes on our on our request from Hootie and the Blowfish. I don't want to go completely over them. Good American rock band formed in uh, South Carolina. They went to school together, and the guys hung out and started to play. They started doing cover songs as the Wolf Brothers, and the name Hootie and the Blowfish is a conjunction of two of their college friends. Their big debut album, Crack Rear Window, uh, Zoom to Platinum was the best-selling album of 1995. It was also one of the fastest-selling debut albums of all time, and they were voted the best new artists of 96. Uh, Scattered, Smothered, and Covered was named in honor of the Waffle House, or some people call it Awful House, and it's in honor of their hash browns because they were it, the hash browns were in the grill. They were smothered with diced onions and covered with melted cheese. They also, I want to make sure they get a shout-out as a golfer, they hold a tournament, a charity golf tournament, the day after the Masters, and they get a lot of people to play in it. So good guys, good group, 
and Darius Rucker uh, plays in the in many of the big pro am tournaments. He's a very avid golfer, so we don't overlook Hootie and the Blowfish. Now the next and final sticky of the day, or the only st- extra sticky, we got a Sean Mullins. He's an American songwriter. He kind of does adult alternative, but I like some of his stuff. Maybe call me kind of, I don't know. It's just kind of in there, in the middle of the stuff sometimes I hear him, and he's a very good singer. His song, Lullaby, came out, and it was number one on the adult top 40 in 1996 or 98 when it came out. He won a Grammy. And here's the interesting thing about Sean. He started off in high school as playing acoustic guitar, and he was, a, he was friends with Amy Ray, who was in the Indigo Girls. But here's the part that separates. You haven't heard this yet on the Wilder program. But he was a really avid military guy, and he was the bandmaster of the military marching band, and at, that, at his school was called the Golden Eagles. He, ended, he attended a college on an ROTC, but once he got into college, he thought, you know, I want to go the music route, and I'm not going to do it. But he still wanted to honor his commitment. He had to honor his commitment. So he served the rest of his enlistment, if you will, to, or his scholarship that he owed them in the reserve and got an honorable discharge. So there's probably uh, something that you're not going to hear. And it's it goes right along with our, we have a little military gift that's coming along tonight out of the Enquirer, so I thought Sean, that's not the why, that's not the reason he's on here because of the Enquirer gift, but you got to make segues, you got to reach when you can reach. I'm looking now at, so we're going to do Sean, why don't we do, let's, let's do Sean uh, um, after a group that makes a lot of sense from down south off the off the Eat a Peach album, the Almond Brothers, Ain't Wasting Time No More. We'll do two quickies, figure things out, because we still have a visit available with our gift cards and gift certificates to the Enquirer Magical Gift Shop.
don't see what you want Maybe sometimes then you don't But leave your mind alone Just go t-shirt click on store on radiowilder.com number one with over 60 years of music life and stories harry on radiowilder.com inside a song And you know our love has been through rougher weather But our passion's like a rose The seasons tell it how Not much compares to the times we've shared together. Cause love heals everything. To the room mean everything to me If there's anything at all 
got to do is call And you know that I would drive 10,000 miles Just to show you that I care And just to kiss your honey Pull you close and hold you like a child. Love heals everything. Exception to that rule. You mean everything. just wanted to play one instrument, the drums. I didn't want to be a guitar player, organ player, anything else. Respected them all. Love drums were me. Drums were for me. That I would have never changed. But if I could have ever been a singer gifted with a natural voice like Sean Mullins, just think how you could get up in the morning, male, female, whoever, all the great voices that you know are great. You can work on your voice and make it better over time and take voice lessons. My dad told me that it could happen, but he had natural a natural voice. I mean, just think if you could get up and just, just, you don't need any kind of instrument at all. That is your instrument. Just start singing. That would have been wonderful to have. Okay, so what also would be wonderful to have would be something from the Enquirer. Now, rip from the headlines. It's a Radio Wilder News Flash. Brought to you by Harry's National Enquirer. Spelled with an I. Because inquiring minds and behinds want to know. Now, here's Harry. So let's go over to the pages. We just keep getting stuck. I guess they just know Americans are... Uh, fast crap junkies or yellow journalism junkies and we just love the brits and the royalty we have royalty here we have greatness here but harry i don't like this in front of harry either even though i don't have near the hair i used to unfortunately but i do have more than i expected to have at this age so i'm not whining however megan is she's looked at harry and he's balding balding not bald and uh, she said, Harry, listen, I come from Hollywood. 
we don't want to see you looking like this. So we don't want that hair to go away too quick. So I want you lined up for a 90K hair transplant. You can go to one of Hollywood's big boys, you know, the guys that fix the other Hollywooders up, make sure they have a little extra hair. And that way you can look yourself and get to where I could look at you and think you were Hollywood hot. I don't know if she ordered them or not. I just ad-libbed that part. But that's that's what Megan wants. And that's poor Harry. I don't like how Harry, it sounds like in the Enquirer, makes me want to defend Harry like he gets cuffed around doing anything. He's the king. She's just come over to, from America over here, and she's already pushing, pushing him down near that throne. But that's not my problem. Now let's move on to flip or flop. Christina El Musa. I used to watch the show with Marlene, and now she and her man uh, have have gone south. Tarek El Musa, and they have now they've taken their reality their show before. And I've seen a lot of HGTV with Marlene; it's her favorite. And some of the deals, the real estate deals, and the houses, and what they do are are interesting. But now they've taken this thing, which everybody knows is a sham. They're getting divorced, so they are divorced. Have other partners. Etc. Etc. And so they have fake arguments. I told Marlon we can never see that show. Can never uh, ever make it uh, ever be seen on our television set because now even HGTV, which is just hardcore black and white, make things, build things, sell things. Uh, now it has to have a little bit of the the drama, if you will. Not happy about that, but. Regardless of what I'm happy about, Christina has moved into a trial marriage. In other words, she's flipped houses. And now she's moved in with her boy toy, Aunt Amstead. He, he, she has, uh, they moved to New, Newport Beach, took her two children, is going to live with the British presenter in a trial marriage. That's going to go lovely, I'm sure. Harry, don't be negative now. It could work out to, to be a beautiful thing. Just, I can't help myself. I don't think so. So we also this year have spent a little time with the Kennedys over at the Kennedy clan. So RFK Jr. went to visit Saran Saran. He told Saran, tell, he tells Saran that he knows he didn't kill his father. And in a three-hour explosive meeting that was arranged by Saran's lawyer, what in the world does he need a lawyer for? What is the what? What kind of a milking is this that's going on? The only the inquirer knows and can break the explosive details of the three-hour meeting held in the Richard J. Donovan Correctional Center. Lori Dusek said Bobby and Saran shook hands, and he shared with Bobby the shame he felt by being associated with the crime, the Kennedy death, when he didn't commit it. All right, there you go. You can uh, think about that all you want. It's a beautiful picture of him in the Encore, by the way. He looks like about 150. From the gift shop, let's dedicate this to Sean. You can show your military pride with this beautiful crafted black. It's an, it's an easy care cotton hoodie is what it is. It's a black hoodie. It's pretty neat looking. Again, I don't wear hoodies, but if you're going to wear one, this looks neat. It's got an emblem on the front. You can choose your branch of the military and have your name stitched in the front. It's a sharp looking emblem. It comes in five men's sizes, M through triple X, 99, 95, or of course, three easy payments of 33, 32 each. 
it's really not if i wore a hoodie it's not a bad looking one and you do feel kind of patriotic this year so honor america if you'd like and reach out to the store and bring this one in taking a look at things now we have oh good good we have all them witches. I can't see myself. Can't even see myself off our Mother Electricity album. I think that's the one where they hung out out in the log cabins for a while and put together. I like them. I don't care where they're hanging out. Another group that you might have recognized from our big British Beatles and Stones called the Beatles. Run for your life. One of my, it's, it's an underappreciated song. I like that. And then, we're, let's see, what do we do? Can we do three? Three, three, yep. We have another request coming along. It's for Jeff Hegelson. Jeff is now one of our avid, avid listeners, and he's very knowledgeable about music. He sent me several tunes to pick. So I hope you like this one, Jeff. Very happy to have you on the program. You've had some nice things to say about the program. We appreciate it, and we're happy, even more happy, to have him as a partner in our business Tenant Property Protection. He runs a great group. He's got a lot of experience, and he does things right. We like working with him. Not all people are great partners. He just happens to be one. So, Jeff, hope you like this one from the Springfield. So then I think we'll we'll come out, stop it. Another commander. I will do a sticky on him if I have it, but not tonight. Bring that. Then we'll go and let him lead off. And then, as a bonus, we're going to bonus this program out with the two special Wilder family requests back to back. Okay? All right. Okay, and all right, I'll keep saying it. I'm just answering myself. There's nobody here. But I'm happy. So I can't even see myself, and I really can't. So we'll do it and take it from that note.
better stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Better stop Hey, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Better stop Now, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down Better stop Stories Life, Harry's RadioWilder.com. There you go, Jeff. For what it's worth, the Buffalo Springfield. And it's worth a lot, as far as I'm concerned. 1969, off the retrospective album. Three more we're going to do before the big double birthday requesters. Uh, this next gentleman, we do need to have, and we'll be doing plenty of stuff, BB King. We have Albert, we have Freddie, brothers of his, but B.B. is the king. The Thrill is Gone. That was Hud Jones' favorite song. It was done in 69, came off the com- complete collection. And I was listening to it the other day and said, it's time to listen to a little B.B. And then we're going to do Don't Bring Me Down, The Animals, one of my favorite animal tunes, 60s. And let's see, what do we have? Oh, just something that came up. I don't know where I got it, how I got it, how it is, or any other another thing. It's called Enemy by Days of the New, 1999. We're going to do those three. Then the machines, the turntables, the reel-to-reel, the hot air balloon machine, the fan in the back of me. Everything's coming to a halt till we announce the two birthdays, and I'm going to hit right into it. But before I do, looking forward to show 41 is going to feature El Paso's greatest musician and a man who would have, there is no question in any of our minds who played or did it or even the big record companies that had signed him and what where he was going coming off his number two hit, did everything right, was it going to be a star, 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 Mr. Bobby Fuller, We're going to talk about him and do some stuff with Bobby Fuller. We have every decade coming up in 19, or in 41, not 1941. We are going to come up with a 50s. And that 50s, ooh, yeah, that 50s. As I think about that, that's coming out of the Harry Homesick Collection. Absolutely out of the Homesick Collection. And I offered it to my friend Troy Bix on a little trip. We'll talk to you more about it later. But one, this is one of these songs that's done. There's at least two or three that I'm aware of done by non-rock and rollers, but they played it on my jukebox, and it seemed like rock and roll to me, and I like them, and I don't give a damn what anybody says. It's in my homesick collection, if there was one. And I love the way they sing this song. And we have, we have, again, when you're covering 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, and the 2000s, that's a pretty nice little range that we hit. It's always accidental. We don't say, let's have one from the 50s and the 60s. It's great to be able to do it. Okay, I'm not going to get to those requests if I don't stop talking. Thrill is Gone by BB, Don't Bring Me Down by the Animals, and Enemy by Days of the New. Let's spin the Victrola. Let's let's crank up the Victrola and spin the vinyl or whatever they used to say. I don't know what it is. Spin the wax, whack the wax. No, wax the wax.
you need to change it So listen down here, little man I'm not the one who's trying to change you drum and the and the bass guitar player and don't bring me down boom 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 keeping it perfect together and when they fade into the different choruses and the organ comes in the bottom of 
the bottom end of that song is for a simple song is just great. I can feel the foot boom 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 boom, and the bass is doing exactly the same thing. That's when you love music and it's a thrill. It's also a thrill when I hear Enemy, Days of the New, and I have no idea wherever at what time that I added it to my fabulous collection years ago, if it's in 1999, and you hear it at whatever time it is, whether it's shuffling. And if I'm, uh, if, if it's on a date night and the music's playing, we got speakers inside, outside, everything's going along, we're reviewing or just listening to the tunes and it comes on, you just feel like taking two more sips of whatever you're drinking or whatever else you're doing. And it's just wonderful. And then you say, where is that? Why did, where did, and I begin to go wondering, well, when that happened last time, I said, I'm going to stick that in the next show that I'm doing. So there it is. It's pretty cool, isn't it, Enemy? Okay, so I gave you a little preview of next week, what we call 41, which is, I don't know why we even entertain. But you know what? Pretty soon, we're going to be up to 50 or 52. And since we did some flashbacks, can you believe we've driven this car? I can't believe it. I'm saying it right now. Now we haven't made it yet, but one year, that's nuts. Uh, I couldn't be happier. There's not, honestly, it has been a secret, secret joy. Brought me even more into music than I've always have been, which is wonderful. Forced me to dig off, look off, Dust off, the homesick, all this stuff and the stories. It's just, it's magical. That's all I'm going to say. All right, speaking of magical, I'm not going to talk any more about anything other than the two big requests from the Wilder family, not the Wilder nation. First one is from my baby, Ride With You, Dion, 2016, loves it, singing it at 74, 75, 76, and in my mind, his voice is better now than it used to be. Pretty great doing his falsetto when he was younger, but has through the years as he's matured, 70-some-year-old guy, you can certainly out-sing us some 20s and 30s that I've heard. It doesn't matter. It's not a contest. It's a good tune. Marlene wants to hear that for her birthday, and... Uh, Mr. Mr. T-Bone Anderson stepping up. Now, this particular show is a little bit before Marlene's birthday and a little bit after T-Bone's, but we decided to have a big celebration together. We're both, we're in and out of town. We decided we'll just do it that weekend together, and I said, well, what about the show that comes up? You want to knock a couple extra requests? So I hadn't thought of that, so I'm not going to give myself any credit. I already had the two requests in, and I said, I'm not going to take them out. I'm not going to dishonor Jeff or Nigel Ward. They deserve their time. They've they've waited their turn to come up, so they're going to get to play. We'll just add two at the end, let them go back to bath and sing happy birthday to them. So I'm going to start singing that in, no, I'm not. We're not going to do that. I have a, a nasty little ditty that I say to people when I call them up on their birthday, but it ends very quickly. So Ride With You, Dion, that's off the New York Is My Home album, 2016, and that comes off directly off to Marlene's Candy Cane private list. And then Taking Care of Business, Mr. T-Bone Anderson from Bachman Turner, Overdrive, 100% classic, from 1973. We're going to end the show with those two requests. Song, people that, songs that people are interested in and want me to play for them, which I'm happy to do. All right, let's get it out of here. 
Let's let them ride out. Let's ride with you, ride with me. And at the same time, we'll be taking care of business. I don't even know why I do those stupid things. I guess that's what the pros do, but I do it sometimes. It sounds like a donkey when I do it, but I can't help myself because I am a donkey. Happy birthday, guys. Love both of you. We'll end this show with a double request. Here we go. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah, that's why they don't let me sing. But hey, we would like to say happy birthday to two of the Wilder Squad. Yes, all of us at RadioWilder.com want to say a happy birthday to Marlene and Terry. They make things happen at Radio Wilder, and we love them for it. Celebrating another spin around the sun, and may it be a dandy one. Happy birthday, Marlene. Happy birthday, Terry, from all of us at RadioWilder.com. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you.
store on RadioWilder.com and be sure to join us next week for more great music stories and life. It's all right here every Friday on RadioWilder.com Thanks for listening.